With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think there's Jay. Hey. Maybe. Hey, look at that. You sound like you're sitting right across from me. That's amazing. No kidding. <laughs> better, be, better, better microphones on Skype than we do in the studio on Sunday. That's a hell of a deal. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We are uh, taping this uh, for our Sunday radio program because everybody is going to be off doing Easter stuff, and so uh, we are taping this special show today. And uh, we have got some interesting, uh, interesting guests we'll talk to today. And uh, one thing about this show, Jay's actually going to be able to interview people. And uh, <laughs> it'll be a little bit different than usual. Um, however, due to uh, the fact that it is Skype, and I'm going to have to call out on Skype, what we will end up doing, which is going to be very annoying, but I don't want to pull the phone in here because I don't want to make adjustments and all that because I'm terribly lazy. Um, when we get ready to do a guest, I'm going to have to hang up on Jay. I'm going to call our guest then conference her back in. So it, it it will sound weird, but if you're not really paying too much attention, you won't even notice she's gone. So. <laughs> I see how that is. <laughs> it is, uh, is going to be entertaining today. But um, first of all, um, tell us about what... Um, what you've been up to, because I know that there's there's a lot of people that know you from the show. They know you as, as an author. They know you as a belly dancer. They know you um, from all sorts of different things. Um, I understand you're going to be cosplaying at the uh, Planet Comic Con. So yeah. talk a little bit about that. Well, um, I don't have a table this year, but I'm just going to go and just hang out with some friends and then uh, do some interviews. And then there's some people that want to see me um, that are my fans that want to take pictures with me. And they've all been asking me what I'm cosplaying, and I haven't told them, so it's going to be like this unveiling surprise. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So uh, why is cosplaying such a big deal? Because I, I didn't really get didn't really understand this whole cosplaying world until last year when we went to this Planet Comic Con and there was like 35 million Deadpools and all this stuff. I just, <laughs> I <laughs> there wasn't that many, but <laughs> sure seemed like it. Yes, I, I noticed this one group of of guys at KCCC last year that I mean they were all cosplaying as Deadpool. And each one had their own, you know, personality intake. Um, they just made the costumes different according to what, A, what they could afford, B, what they could do as their talent, and and C, just their, their creative ideas. Um, you know, um, I, I don't think it really matters where you're at. I mean, in some ways, medieval groups, they kind of cosplay, too. Uh, you know, then there's the Civil War groups. They they cosplay yes. too, so to say. So it, it's just in our culture where, you know, adults they they and children alike, you know, they they want to to still have that time of of pretending and creativity. You know, and, and if they can't write a book, then this is something that they can creatively do. You oh, know, it's not just okay. girls sitting there and sewing. Guys are sewing too. You know, it, it's it's huge thing when there's guys that can sew and and can uh, do some leather work in and kydex and there's all sorts of materials that can be used and manipulated to to create whole new worlds. And and I'm not gonna get all religious, forgive me, but you know <laughs> what? That's what the creator gave us. You know, he gave us you know to be kind of creators or masters of our own worlds 
And this is just something that people can control. They might not be able to control the news. They may not be able to control what's going on, but they can control something that makes them feel good. Well, that's pretty cool. Okay, because I... I, I, is that I, too I, deep for you? <laughs> I, well, I didn't really, you know, like I said, last year, we go to this Planet Comic Con thing, and these people take, take this stuff very seriously, because at one point, on one of the days, uh, we were waiting on the doors to open for everybody, and... I did this thing where we went live on Facebook. We did this thing called Bob Hunter meets the cosplayers. And I basically had Bob Hunter go over to these people and ask them, well, who are you? And what are you, you know, doing? And, you know, and, and there was a lot of times that he would be, he had zero clue sometimes what people were dressed up as. He didn't have a clue. It was, it was kind of funny. Like there was a guy that was dressed up like, Indiana Jones, and Bob didn't really see it, and he's like, okay, and and <laughs> that guy well, was kind of pissed. <laughs> some people that create their own cosplay and their own story that they make up, because they're they're tired of you know like there are some cosplay police, so to say, and so there are <laughs> cosplay that, police. That's great. Yes. <laughs> So there are people that kind of create um, a whole new world or story that they're writing themselves, a make-believe story, or they just make something up for that day. And so it's, it's not just famous um, and not-so-famous stories and movies and books that you see, or, or there's games that people cosplay, but they also create their own so it is kind of hard to tell what they're doing, and then, you know, I'm kind of one of those freaks who sit there and take a costume and then manipulate it into something different, you know, belly dancing Jedi, belly dancing Darth Maul, and <laughs> I I did the, the belly dancing Jedi originally because it was something that everybody would recognize, sort of, and it was in my book that I wrote. Yes, there's a belly dancing Jedi in a mermaid book. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, that that all that all works, you know. We, uh, might as might as well have a belly dancing Jedi in a book. Uh, and and it made me very unique in the world, and that's the one thing about manipulating cosplay to make it more like your personality, is so that you're the only one. You know, there's you like you said, there's like millions of Deadpool. Well, you know, there's some of those Deadpool cosplay that stick out because they did something different to the costume. Okay. So well. it becomes their identity. And, you know, that's become my identity, the belly dancing Jedi. So when I did I didn't tell anybody I was gonna do the belly dancing Darth Maul. I just showed up and I put the mask on, and I went over and I breathed on people, like, really, like, sinisterly. And they turned around, and they freaked out when they saw the mask. And then they looked at the stomach, and they're like, hey, Jay. <laughs> so, at that well. point, it had become my identity. And I hate Darth Maul. And so, for me, I to, hate be able Darth to, do, for me to be able to do Darth Maul, it was kind of cool and easy because he died so to say. Some people say he came back to life. Who knows? But, you know, it, I still have yet to sit there and do the makeup on my stomach to make it look like I died. So that was why it was so easy to, to do Darth Maul is because it was a character that died. Okay. Well, hey, at, at, least, at, at least we're learning things today. Unlike some weekends where we've, we've got... Uh, People yelling yeah, and screaming at each other and all sorts of shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> or we're we're learning something today, which is uh which is awesome. Now um let's see. I wanna see if is dude on because we're supposed to, we're supposed to have a chat today if he is somewhere. This uh that Mega John guy, the psycho guy or whatever that we interviewed last Sunday that we didn't really get a chance to, to do much with because uh, 
we were trying to get everybody that was in studio was trying to, we were trying to was trying to get them on uh, we're supposed to have him on but he's nowhere to be found so I guess we will wait until he shows up and then talk to him huh where the hell is he He's nowhere to be found. Okay, well, then we'll just keep talking here. Um, so so besides Planet Comic Con, um, are you going to be... I, I, I know you're going to be doing something at River Festival in Wichita. River Festival has finally has a Comic Con at River Fest. So, it's called WitchyCon. And that's oh, going to be the first weekend of, of River Fest. And I do have a table there. Well, you know, that that actually could be, um, I think that could be really interesting. And also, with the, um, I think the Wichita River Festival is going to, tr- I think they're trying to use Comic-Con people as a way to uh, draw people into the River Festival. Well, they, they've <laughs> really been trying to have it for is. several years, but nobody wanted to take on such a responsibility because to put on a Comic-Con, it's a huge amount of responsibility. And there's just um, some people don't have time or they just don't know what they're doing. So um, this is going to be the first successful um, Comic-Con at, at Riverfest. And, you know, and they do try to make things different every year for Riverfest and have something new and different. Um, I remember one of the things I miss at at, uh, at Riverfest was uh, I used to take the kids to the, the theaters. They had like a opera and it, and it exposed them to something different. And so that's, that's one thing that they do on a regular basis for Riverfest is expose people to different things. Oh, okay. Because I just, I, I, I don't know, I just got the impression that, that Wichita River Festival, they, they decided, well, we can't, you know, we can't get anybody in the door, so let's uh, let's try to get these cosplay people to show up. So I, th- I, I thought they were using the cosplayers as a way to, <laughs> comic book people as a way to, to get... Uh, get people in the door but maybe maybe not maybe i'm just well i mean in some ways yeah i mean because when you plan a convention like that you want to sit there and your team wants to say hey how do we get this group of people and hey how do we get this group of people in and you know and they are diverse in bringing in rappers and country people and you know that they are pretty diverse we've got um let's see what are we doing we're gonna be uh Oh, also today, we're going to be talking to Steve Worland and Robert Max in our second hour. But uh, in in this hour, we were we were supposed to stock. We were stock. We were supposed to talk to. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's that's not a. <laughs> we're supposed to stock. Um, we were supposed to have uh, Steve Mariotti on today, but this guy, I have been trying to schedule him on like three different occasions for three different radio shows and he always has some reason why he can't do it so hopefully maybe next week we get the guy on i don't know but uh we've got jay with us and uh we're just we're 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 taping a special show today um if if you're listening to us on the stream uh that's why we're live if you're listening to us on if you're listening to us on Sunday, well, nothing unusual is happening because uh, <laughs> it's because we're because we're live legally. And um, so, Planet Comic Con, you're going to do this WitchyCon thing. Yeah. Um, what other area cons do you regularly do? Um, this year I'm taking a sabbatical. I'm trying to work heavily on book two. I've got a lot of people, they'll see me on Facebook and they're like, what are you doing? Aren't you supposed to be off the internet writing your book? So I'm trying to like focus more on writing my book. Um, But uh, there's uh, the ones in Kansas that I can name off at the top of my head. There's Emerald City Steampunk Convention. There's um, Apple, Little Apple Comic Con. There's um, there's some gaming cons. I uh, wish you would have let me bring up a list of that. 
<laughs> Smallville <laughs> is a big one in Hutchison. I'll be going there and helping out a friend. He helped me out on my table, and he's got a table, and so I'm going to help him on his table. He's promised to give me a break so I can go pass out bookmarks and take poses of pictures. Um, there's um, there's a new science fiction uh, Comic-Con in Wichita. Um, That's kind of cool. Yes, it was really interesting last year. Last year was its first year, and this year will be another one. Um, there's Air Capital Comic Con. That's in Wichita. That's a big one. I spoke on a uh, taught a writer's workshop there for the last two years. Um, man, they just pop up, and then some of them will disappear because I guess smaller Comic Cons have a statistical cycle of um, three years. And then they'll just lay low. And it just depends on the economy and what's going on. Um, but it is starting to be a bigger thing in Kansas compared to, like, the bigger um, cities outside of Kansas. A lot of people say that if you're from Kansas, some people like to go to the bigger ones out of state, and some people say they like the littler cons because there's more friendly interaction. Um, it, it just depends on, on what you like. The big, I don't want to know anybody, or the little, hey, I get to know familiar faces. Uh, there's a Transformers Con TF Expo in Wichita. That's a good one to go to. Yes, I I uh, I had I had tried to get Bob and Brittany to go to that last year. Oh, I love and going I, every year. And I would I would love That's to go to the, the Transformers Con. That's one of the ones I can't skip because they bring not only are they a little con, but they bring in big name guests. And and that's really hard for little cons to bring in big name guests. So that's one of the ones that bring in big name guests. Huh. Actually, that's where I met. Um, I was friends with Vice Dixon, but I met him in person at uh, Transformers Con. And that was really cool. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> You're a famous person? <laughs> I didn't know you were famous. <laughs> I thought we were just <laughs> friends on Facebook. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I didn't know we were. I didn't know we were. Uh, we were buddies. I thought you just were. You know, we were just hanging out on Facebook. We weren't. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Now, so, uh, the, the, so the, the 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 Transformers Con is that is that pretty much just for Transformers people, or do they do a little bit of everything, or? Um, they just focus mainly on Transformers, and, um, so that it's, I, I think they're going to start, um, expanding out, because, um, there is another Transformers cons that says that it's all copyright and stuff, so the TF Expo is going to start, uh, transforming their con to, to include more things, so I don't know how that's going to go, I haven't been there since they started talking about branching out so that's going to be something new now uh let's see you're 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 all set for the for the planet comic-con yeah um let's see you're gonna are you flying there is that what's going on no i'm driving up with some friends uh, okay it's I, good to carpool to some of these things uh-oh who is this calling me somebody's calling me Oh, we're going to see if we can make the Skype work. Hold on. Let me, uh... Hey, what's going on? How are you? Hi, good. How are you? Pretty good, actually. Um... Yes. Uh, go ahead and put him through, and we're going to check and see if, um... We can get the phone lines conferenced and everything. So, um... And actually, how how, how quick... Do we need to put him through? Could I test it out with you real quick before we get him on? Okay, hold on just a sec. Hold on. Okay, we are going to try something here. This will be entertaining. Okay, uh, can you hear me on yes, the other can you end? Hear me? Okay, yes. Jay, could you hear the phone? I can. Test one, two. There we are. One, two, three, four. Okay, well, go ahead and put uh, put him through, my friend. Okay, cool. and there are two uh, ladies, just heads up. Ah, okay. A doctor and a patient. Okay. We will. All right, hold on. 
we will uh, do this on the fly. <laughs> this will be fun. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad I'm signed in on my cell phone. I can't get my Skype to sign in on my computer. Oh, really? Really. Huh. Says yeah. I don't exist. You don't exist. Yeah. Well, hello, ladies. Uh, we have uh, two great guests with us today. We have Amber Vesey. I hope I'm, I'm, I didn't butcher your name. And uh, and I know I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna butcher this this woman's name, Doctor Sue Shar. Sasher. Sasher. Damn it, right. CJ. I bu butchered their names. Um. You didn't text it to me first, so I can read it for you. Well, that too. Uh, <laughs> ladies, uh, first of all, uh, I, I know we, we've got you guys here. We're going to be talking about um, April is Irritable Bowel Syndrome Awareness Month. Um, first of all, uh, tell us a little bit about what this is for people who don't know what this is. So Irritable Bowel Syndrome with constipation is an extremely common condition up to 13 million Americans suffer from this on a daily basis. And what their symptoms are composed of are abdominal pain, constipation, bloating, straining when they go to the bathroom, passing hard pellets, nothing glamorous, nothing fun, but they need to start talking about it. Because these patients have tried so many over-the-counter laxatives, they've tried supplements, changing their diets, listening to friends and family and their advice on what they've done. But even though their symptoms temporarily get better, they end up coming back, and that's usually when they come to see me. And we talk and we sit down and we say, what have you tried? What has worked? What has not worked? Let's formulate a plan because there's some great treatment options out there. Okay, our co-host Jay. Jay, uh, Jay can, you, uh, can you hear them? Yes, I can. Okay. Go ahead and, and ask him a few questions since we've got him here. Uh, I guess I don't know what your your special. You said there's a doctor and a patient online. Yes, so we, we've we've got a doctor and a patient, and we're talking about irritable bowel syndrome awareness month. So uh, I would have to say, if you'd like, I can you know, just jump in and share my story. Well, okay, yes, yes, yes. go ahead, share share, share 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 your story, my friend. Yes. when I was seven, so having a conversation with my doctor about my intestinal issues was always something I was comfortable with. It wasn't until I went away to college, though, where my symptoms really came back relentlessly. I was so constipated that despite going to the bathroom, my stomach was so bloated, I looked as if I was five or six months pregnant. I couldn't wow. fit into any of my clothes, and it was warping with my body image. I ended up going to the hospital three times in one summer for abdominal pain cause unknown. That cause was my irritable bowel syndrome with constipation. I was on nine different medications a day to try and manage all of my symptoms. It wasn't working. I remember sitting in my doctor's office crying, begging him that there had to be something different that we could try. Um, when my gastroenterologist first prescribed me Linzess in 2013, I was hopeful to try and find relief. Since taking Linzess, I take it once a day in the morning, and it helps me get a head start against my symptoms rather than treating them once they already begin. It helps me be proactive instead of being reactive to manage my condition. And the great thing about being a doctor prescribing Linzess is that it works differently. It works at helping with the secretion so you can help those constipation symptoms. It's easier to have a bowel movement with it. It's easier to, to help with the pain. It calms those pain-sensing nerves. So people don't need to suffer with the pain and constipation, which are the hallmarks of this condition. And it's for patients who are 18. It's for patients who really ha are suffering with these symptoms every day. So uh, I, 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 guess, I guess my question is, is, is where, where did this... Uh, when, when did this start being a major a major thing that we got to the point where we have like an IBS Awareness Month? So it's always been a major thing, and it's now that we're trying to say, talk about it. It's not a glamorous condition. People don't like talking about it, but they need to start talking about it. Words like poop and stool and what's going on in the bathroom 
should be common words around the house so you can start getting treatment and start feeling better. Well, uh, I guess before we let you guys go, how do we find you guys online? How do we uh, get more information, I guess? There's a lot of great information on IBS or constipation on lindzest.com, and you can find more about whether this treatment is right for you. Well, thank you, ladies. I appreciate it. Thanks for being with us. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, guys. That was uh, an interesting impromptu yes. interview. Uh, <laughs> I have... Is it just me, or are they just selling one... one um... I think they were just one shilling. Thing. They were they were shilling one product. That's what they were doing. Okay, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Uh, <laughs> it's it's it, it's it's always a, a cornucopia here. You you never know what the hell's gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> Can't say you don't have an adventure. <laughs> you know, it's 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 just a it's 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 a hell of a deal. Um, we've got Jay with us today, and uh, now a lot of people um, often uh, you have, and I want you to I want you to go into this because this is I think this is very interesting from a from a female perspective. You you are like a big time like internet celebrity. And yes. you have a lot of people who like you have interesting uh, <laughs> interactions with people online. Yes, kind of yeah, <laughs> just give us some details on this because this is the uh, it wasn't until we really got to be really good friends that I noticed that you have some of the craziest things happen to you online and people will send you things and it, it's it's just it's kind of a circus oh my god but <laughs> people, you know back in the old days authors didn't connect with their with their readers and thanks to social media um yes it has fixed the problem that readers want where they want to have more social interaction with their favorite author but it creates a, a problem for some authors who, you know, I, I get told in private messages, you know, about their health issues when they go to the ER. I've talked to people out of suicide. Um, you know, I've had people sit there and say, hey, run away with me. <laughs> Leave your husband, run away with me. Um, you know, it's just, it's like everybody wants Everybody thinks that I'm like their perfect best friend, and you know what? I they they just know my public personality. I'll I'll sit there and I'll tell people, especially guys. There's a couple of gals, but I'll tell especially guys, you can't handle my personal life. You just see my public <laughs> life. You just see what I give you, you know. And um, you know, uh, some people. Some guys will sit there and say, "Well, I take that as a as a uh, challenge." And I said, "No, don't take it as a challenge. I'm being honest. <laughs> the only one that can handle my personal life is my husband." <laughs> you know, w you know that they weren't there with me holding my hand through my children's births, or you know, through my constant stomach surgeries or my health problems. They they weren't there through thick and thin. You know, that's love. That's not infatuation and lust like uh so much of social media allows so to say and and it's creating a false communication on on social media um you know some people think they can say whatever they want to say and there's no consequences and and i'm sorry words still do hurt um i've been unfriended for the most stupidest things in the world um and I've got to the point where I just don't care anymore because, you know, I'm a public figure and, hey, if you like me, you like me. If you don't, you don't. I can't sit there and control what you think about me, especially <laughs> if you don't know my personal life. <laughs> See, this is the thing. I find that some of the things that, that happen to you and some of the things that, that people say, I, I just I'm just amazed by the fact that they – think they can get away with all this. <laughs> I don't know oh, what, what it's about. You mean but... about the 
couple of guys who said that they took care of their business watching my picture. Well, no, but if you want to go ahead and get, jump into that, <laughs> that would be awesome because I, 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 I'm just amazed. I'm well, just... um, some I had the most harassment about private messages with them trying to talk to me while, while they admitted doing something, and I would block them. And uh, I stopped having that problem when I started being more open about being supportive of the Second Amendment. <laughs> uh, this one guy, I sat there and said, uh, hey, you know, my husband helps me make the pieces I need for my gun soap. And he's taught me how to use them. And by the way, we have a backhoe and 80 acres. <laughs> so uh, there was that nice uh, warning saying that I can, you know, I don't need stalkers because I can take care of myself. You, you can't catch me off guard if I'm carrying something. <laughs> I just so th those those kind of messages stopped, but every once in a while, you know, I I do a lot of people watching, and I can tell who's taking care of their business, and I'll just like say, you know what, I don't want to know. Don't tell me. Um, had this one guy private message me drunk. Um, I knew his <laughs> wife, so I, I knew that they had an open relationship and, and I was trying to be polite cause he was talking to me about wanting me to do a video and it turned into, well, he wanted to watch me and my, have me and my husband do something with him watching. I'm no, no. Wow. You know, uh, I was starting to creep me out, but since I knew his wife, I didn't sit there and say, Hey, you know, leave. You know, I didn't, I didn't block him, and uh, he was so embarrassed that he ended up blocking me even after he apologized to me. Um, so that was kind of weird. Where usually I'm the one blocking people, and this time he blocked me because he was so embarrassed. That's amazing. I'm still friends with his wife. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh wow. I, I had a friend, a, a a girlfriend, who I knew in real life, and she admitted to me that she took care of business on my one picture, and I'm like, wow. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, and then, I yes, I did post a lot of my old modeling pictures, which um, some people say that um, they find it disgusting that some people sit there and completely admire their pictures because those pictures are like making them into to, it was my jailbait pictures you know it was when I was 16 and 18 oh wow and so some people said that it's uh, f they find the people who like them offensive because then, then that means they're a pedophile. No, because the people who like those pictures know that I'm not like that anymore. They know that I'm older and they know my personality. So they're just combining the two, the personality and then the old pictures to be infatuated with. So I don't find that completely creepy because it's just, you know, maybe if I sit there and said that I was 16, then that would be creepy, but since they know I'm not 16, then it's not creepy. <laughs> okay. Well. But I am trying to put post. Um, I've been trying to get more older pictures. Um, you know, we were talking about uh, cosplaying, and oh, uh, there is a lot of body shaming in cosplay. Um, it's probably more opinionated than on uh, social media or in public where in cosplaying people feel the need that they have the right to go walk up to somebody and say wow aren't you too fat for that outfit or you know don't you have many too many scars for that outfit um so it, it does seem like the costumes empower people to to be more open in their opinion um i I inspire a lot of people um, because of the belly dance costumes that people say I'm confident in wearing some of these costumes. And I still sit there and have those self-doubts, you know, wondering if I'm, you know, showing too much or um, 
You know, I, I, I don't like my, I, I like my birthing scars on my stomach. I'm proud of those because I had natural birth. I'm not proud of the scars that I endured with the health issues. And so there's just some people that sit there and they are empowered because they say, if Jay can do it, I can do it. And so I, I like being able to give that um, courage to people. But I still I still have that, you know, self-doubt, you know, who's looking at me and saying that I look ugly and, you know. <laughs> well, I... I don't understand why 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 people would would think that they could uh they could act that way. That's my thing because it's like well, know, I think social networking has made it to where um you're still a human being, aren't you? That's the thing. I think I think that's what the internet does is it takes the humanity away from people where it it just I think this is what's wrong with society is that uh the internet is making people feel more, I don't know, like gods. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is that. More judgmental, you know? And and like Derek was saying last week, that there's no, um, there, that white lies are evil. Well, I'm sorry, you know what? <laughs> white lies are evil, yeah. I, I still think that there is a time and a place to tell somebody something, you know? There should still be some social stops, so to say. Well, there should be. You would think. Well, let's have history <laughs> repeat itself, and let's start learning honor and chivalry again. Oh, I, I think those days are done. <laughs> I don't think they're coming back. Oh, I'm still going to sit there and try to voice my opinion, and we should have honor. I, uh... I think it would be nice, but but I don't know. I think we should legalize dueling. <laughs> legalize to, dueling. Yes, we need to sit there and put like a twelve by twelve pit, and and say, hey gangs, if you want to have a shootout, go inside there. You know what happens in the pit stays in the pit. What happens? Take in the out pit your stays own dead. Your own dead. You know what? And a lot of people will sit there and lose their false courage, and they'll actually learn what courage is. You know what? If you're if you're gonna say something, you you know you 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 have to put your honor behind what you say, and that will you know create um, the safety for the public, where there's no drive-bys if you legalize dueling, because then they can take care of their own business in the pit. <laughs> Turn it into like a pay-per-view event. It would be. Uh, <laughs> it could be. Uh, yeah. Well, then that then that goes down the line of Rome and Greek and yeah, that's funny. that can get dangerous with the pay per view. Let's just say what happens in the pit stays in the pit, and no cameras. <laughs> no cameras! Oh my god! No cameras! What are you doing? People people wouldn't know how to act. Everybody films everything these days. Well, that's the problem. <laughs> no privacy. Good lord, everybody films everything. I Let's stay out of the bathrooms, dude. <laughs> I, 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 I remember when, when we used to just film, you know, portions of the radio show, and that was it. And then now that it changed, and now everything seems to be filmed everywhere. Everybody, everybody's going live on Facebook all the time. It just, it's... And some of the stupidest things. Oh, my codfish. Oh man, let's just sit there and film ourselves live doing a robbery, or let's just film ourselves live like gang raping somebody. I mean, seriously. Well, and see, that's the thing. <laughs> that's always how it. Uh, that's always how it seems to uh, seems to be. You know, people or people uh, live streaming their suicide or something. What is that about? I hadn't heard about that, but oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, there's these people, supposedly, they live stream their suicide. And I'm like, how do you live stream your suicide? Do they have somebody there filming it? Or do they set it just, up? Or just, yeah, I mean, that's what I did for one of my fitness dance routines. Is I set it up on the fridge and pressed the play. 
I just I don't know how you turn it off though. See, that's the, the thing. How do, how, do you, how, do you, how do you turn it off? How does the? <laughs> I don't think they've made timers for that yet. No, I don't think they have either. They will. Give it time, they will. But uh, <laughs> I didn't see. This is the thing. I, I I don't understand the world we live in. It's quite the. I learned to stop trying to understand it and just try to start changing it. Well, there is that. It would be it would be nice to be able to uh to uh have that work, but I don't know. There there's also, by the way, I got a uh, I forgot to tell you about this cuz I just this just happened last evening. I get a call from uh, Israel, my, my 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 good buddy Israel, the rapper out of Wichita. Uh, the, uh, one of, one of the many co-hosts of the Sunday radio show in the past. And, uh, Israel was like, Hey, uh, they're having this thing in Wichita. Whoa, where'd you go? There we are. Skype drops out every once in a while. It just drops I'll, out. I'll quit vanishes. trying to sign in on my computer. Well, no, you can go ahead and do whatever you want. <laughs> um, so Israel calls me and he's like, Hey, he's like, uh, they're having a, I guess they're having some sort of industry deal. They do these things in Wichita for once in a while, and they're kind of hokey. But what they do is they get all these rappers and hairdressers and, and designers and all these all these people that, you know, do all this stuff and this, you know, this music stuff. And they get everybody together. And supposedly it's supposed to be a networking event and a meet and greet and everybody, you know. And he was telling me, he was like, I'm going to see if I can let him see if we can broadcast the show from there. And I said, okay. That would be cool. Well, let me know. And so we may end up broadcasting the the show from uh, from this thing. And he was like, we'll have everybody there. And I Sweet. said, okay. So if it happens, I'll let you know and we'll... Uh, We'll we'll do it to it as they say or whatever. So are we gonna uh, live stream the show uh, from uh, uh, the Wichicon, the River Fest? Are you planning on doing River Fest? Uh, see, this is a thing. I I I I may not do the show live. We may just I don't know. Maybe let's record see. it and then play it. Record it and play it. I don't know. So, so WitchyCon's on a Sunday. I'm assuming it's Saturday and Sunday, and they, oh. and they are going to have some panels too. Okay. Hmm. It's a big thing when a when a first time con has panels. Well, usually first time cons don't have panels, and they're going to have panels, so that would be really cool. So. uh... How did you get involved with the WitchyCon thing? Who did you talk to? Uh, Robert, um, Robert Esau. I don't know his last name. And then there's John Fincher. Uh, they have a comic book, uh, store inside the flea market. In the, over on, uh, was it 31st and Meridian? Huh. Okay. Well, Are you looking for him? I was looking it up. I was going to see if I could find him. I'll, I'll send you the link. I had a... I had... I'm usually the one on the computer when we're talking to people. You're usually the one pressing all the camera buttons. Well, I... There's this... There's this... Uh, she's... She's kind of entertaining, but sometimes I just really don't know what what's quite going on with this chick. But we've there is a there is a chick named Catherine Taylor. She's she's changed her Skype name now. She's something else. What is she now? Catherine Rocks or something? Catherine Rocks R A W K S. And she's a cam girl, and she was one of the very first webcam Skype girls that we had oh. on our um, our radio show uh, way back in the day. She was one of the first people that knew how to do Skype. Uh, 
and <laughs> we uh <laughs> I met up with her at the Adult Video News Awards this year again and uh I mentioned something to, and, and and she was high as a kite. Let's just say that. <laughs> she was and it high wasn't cat. as a kite. And we did this. I, I wanted to do an interview with her. And I did the interview with her. And then we started talking. And she's like, that voice sounds familiar. And everything. <laughs> and I said, yes. I said, it's Jiggy. She's like, oh, my God. And everything. Well, then she realized. Now, this was after the interview. She realized who I was. So, I I have been trying to find her on um, Twitter since the ABNs, and I just happened to bump into her the other day on Twitter, and so I'm slowly coaxing her into coming back on and doing <laughs> doing another radio interview with us, and she's I don't know I don't know what's going on there. She's one she's a she's an old tattooed up perv magnet. Which, I don't know. I, I, I don't get the tattoo thing on women. I don't know why women have to do the tattoo thing. I don't know why I men are into it. I don't know either. I don't know. But, it's a... I like the uh, whole uh, henna tattoos because they're not permanent. <laughs> well, I just, I don't understand the whole the whole tattoo world. It's a It's a weird world. Let me see here. Some people have an addiction to it. Where is this Mega John guy? Eisenberg. There yes. he is. Uh, let's see if I can add him to the call, and we'll see. He supposedly is. He is supposedly offline. And it didn't work. So. Yes, ice cream. So he's not there. Okay. Well, let me. Uh, shoot. I have a parrot who talks who has heard us talking and couldn't understand why I didn't have him by me. So, if you hear somebody talking, it's because my parrot is talking. That's awesome. Yeah. There, now he'll be quiet. That's pretty cool. Uh, let's see here... Yeah, when the phone rings, he's like, hello, hello, what you doing? Let's see, I'll send the guy a message, tell him that I just called him on the old Skype Rooney, and we shall see what happens. Let's see here, so, huh, well. So did you get Buzz Dixon for today? I was not able to get him locked in for today. Yeah. He said he could do it if we had the show on Sunday, which is pretty good for somebody to say they'd do an Easter show. Well, if uh, <laughs> if we were if we were doing the show on on Easter, I would uh I would uh give him a holla 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 holla, but uh next time, next time. Next time. Next time. Let's see here. Who who else do we have? What 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 is I know there's gotta be I'll just I'll just find random people to Skype. That that that, that that'll be fun. I'll go through my list here. <laughs> Let's see here. Who do I Because we were supposed to have this 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 uh this this Mega John guy and he's nowhere to be or John the Psycho or whatever the hell his name is. Uh let's see here. Is Hakamati Macchiato. Oh, there he is. Let's see. Let's try. Who do we have here? There's Lynn Cologny. We'll see if. <laughs> You're send, connected to people. I don't know. I'll send him a message real quick. Um, because I haven't been able to have Skype in my home until this last month when I got unlimited internet. So I'm still trying to build up my Skype. Lynn Cologne. Let's see here. Where uh, Martin Angelo is? Martin Angelo's offline. Um, Martin Angelo would, would would be somebody to talk to. That guy, I thought <laughs> I did an interview with him a couple weeks ago. That guy is he's something else. I have to say. Let's see who else. Uh, Don Moore. 
What is who is Don Moore? I don't know. Uh, Michael Stover is kind of a freak. Let's see here. Aiden Star. No, she's a porn chick. Um, let's see. Hey, did I hear that you were putting in for um, Al Twerp? He's a for um. Guy. Was it the fetish con? Fetish con. <laughs> I seen a deal the other day that I guess in August in Florida of all places, or as our our good buddy Jared Bass used to say, Florida. Um, we we would uh, I uh, I put a deal in for FetishCon, and I put in for four passes, and we'll see if they approve it. If they do, and we can put it together. Um, you, me, Britannia, and I don't know, maybe Bob, maybe Derek, I don't know. Uh, well, Derek actually might, that might actually, <laughs> that might actually be something he might want to, Derek Scaife, and I, <laughs> I'm going to out him right now. Um, he, uh, <laughs> he had us over to his, his house one night. He was like, hey. Come on over, hang out at the house. I got my kids. Blah, blah, blah. So we go over there, and it, he's he's got a nice little setup, you know. He's uh, um, it's it's a hell of a deal. And then he takes us around the house, and he takes us to his uh, studio slash garage slash I don't know. And he turns on the light, and he's like. This is my studio. And he goes, he turns the light on. He's got a sex swing hanging in the middle of his studio. <laughs> and I'm like, what in the hell is this? He's like, ah, oh, don't worry about that, dog. Then he takes me into this. He takes me through this. It's kind of a cool deal, and I guess he built it. It was like a walk-in closet between the his, his studio and his bedroom or whatever. And it's it's and he's got you know his clothes and everything in there. Well, then on the floor he's got all these boxes of like sex toys. Oh my god! And uh, and he starts talking about how he's kind of a freak and he does uh, all this stuff. And I'm like, huh? So you're saying I need bodyguards next time if I ever go over there? Well, I think. I, I, I think what it is is I think that he's a real freaky deaky guy and I think that he just happens you know some of the women and stuff that he's been with I guess are just kind of freaky deaky chicks too and so he I don't know it it's it's kind of a a weird gimmick I I, I don't know and so I think he might love the shit out of the fetish con. I so you're taking me, you're taking Derek, and who's the fourth? It would be you and uh, Britt? Yes. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> it, uh, it, 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 it could be uh, very entertaining. <laughs> We're not going to see any the vampire fetish, are we? I don't think so. I think fetish con. You know, is there's actually much... a fetish for for vampires, and they actually do suck other people's blood. Really? Yes. Oh my god, it's disgusting. Fuck. You, you take the cosplay uh, vampires to the next level, and they have the. I, I found out from watching Castle, and then I researched it, and it was a real thing. And since they're consenting adults, then nobody can shut them down because it's their belief that they're a vampire. I j okay, you're going to have to explain this a little bit more detail to me. There's actual <laughs> vampires out here. Well, n no, there's people that sit there and they like relate to it. But I mean, there is the vampire disease where they can't sit there and actually go out in the sun and their skin sits there and burns to a crisp, but they're not... They're, they don't actually change into bats or whatever, but they definitely don't have a kosher diet. <laughs> okay. Meaning that they eat blood. That's not kosher. Especially I... human's blood. That's just cannibalism. 
<laughs> well, it okay. Well, well, I, I see. I was just thinking it was gonna be you know chains and whips and craziness. I didn't know <laughs> we were gonna have a. Fetish. I don't know. You're the one who checked into it. Fetish con. Let, let me let, let, let me look here. Fetish. Yeah. Fetish what con. What all this entails? Because there. If we do go, um, there's this con. boat. But depending on where it is in Florida, there's this boat warehouse I want to visit while I'm there. I have some research I need to do there. Okay. I don't know if they give actual tours, but if they do, maybe they'd just let us do that, like a really quick, uh, make it a double. My research, and you can sit there and have a cool museum tour. Let's see, FetishCon. Uh, F-E-T-I-S-H. Well, I found, apparently, let's see here, FetishCon. If you've been, th- this, oh, wait, th- this, is, this is according to... Uh, TampaBay.com. If you've been rehearsing kinky karaoke, uh, these are your people. <laughs> FetishCon returns to the Hilton in downtown St. Petersburg with a kinky red carpet. The pervy paparazzi will return for another red carpet turn on Sunday to kick off the first FetishCon Awards. Uh, 16th annual trade show brings vendors, models, and superheroine showdown. New this year is the Twisted Dungeon Play Space. Uh, runs from noon to the wee hours Friday. And they have something called FetishCon.com, which actually probably be a better resource than... Yeah, that's the, where I'm at right now. The Tampa Bay newspaper making fun of it. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, there's a naked gal with guns. Let's see. FetishCon... August 10th through the 13th in St. Petersburg, Florida. Yep. Uh, Clips for Sale as the uh, sponsor. 17th Annual Fetish Trade Show. Actresses. They have something called the the Restricted Hotel Access. Uh, Who are some of these pros? I don't think that's going to be like the other hotel for your porn con where they uh, had children wandering around. I think this one's going to be more uh, restricted. Well, good. There's Lynn Kalogny. No, he hasn't gotten back with me. Is that is that John? No, the John guy. Is that is that? The and did you guy? notice it was a four day event? Uh, I think it was like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You know, because uh-huh. they might sit there and like. Uh, well, they have they something called. Uh, let's see here. Fetish Con. They have uh, the Fetish Network is involved somehow. What um, is a twisted dungeon? Exhibitors. Let me see here. Better yet, what's the twisted dungeon rules? 2017 exhibitors and vendors. Is this a list or is this just... FetishCon.com is where we are right now, if you want to uh, follow along with us here. Featured appearances. They have... Uh, oh, my goodness. Who are some of these, who are some of these people that are going to be there? Um, I want to go to the featured appearances, because that would be... Um, that would be who we need to, to, to really... Because I think I might know some of these people. Um, Stacy Burke, who I don't. Uh, she is going to be there. She's kind of a perv. Let's see. Fetishchick.blogspot.com um, Stacy Burke. She has a... Uh, she's She apparently has a YouTube channel. She's a pay-per-view... Um, she's on Patreon. Now this has it Thursday, Friday, Saturday. She's been in Playboy. I don't know. Monday. Why did I see we're it was even, Wednesday? We're, we're never going to deal with this. Let's see. Let's go back over here. Um, sign up to teach a class at FetishCon. 
Um, I don't think I could teach that. Let's see. See, I I I got the. I have a writing uh, fetish. I got the. Uh, well, see, Ross used to, my buddy Ross Long used to always talk about smoking pervs. He was always talking about all these uh, all these uh, smoking chicks and how that's a fetish. I guess I I didn't know that. You mean where they smoke? They smoke, I guess. I don't know. It's a weird. Make dude. shapes with their smoke. Uh, who who knows? Who knows what is going on here? I <laughs> I just don't have a clue. What? Whoa, fetish what's the pool party? They have a pool party. Yeah, they have a pool party. Well, hey, that that I could show up in my mankini and we could. <laughs> we can do this thing. You were my inspiration. I put a mankini in my book too. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, we get the mankini going. Everybody, you know, I, I, I wish I could have fought in the mankini, but I don't think Kansas uh, athletic commission rules would have. Would have no. Happen. We don't want to turn it into a total. I don't think circus. it's safe. Turn it into a total circus. But. Uh, Let's see. Uh, I guess this Mega John guy finally got in touch with me here. I guess we'll 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 pull him in on this conversation, maybe about the. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.